warning. The Bonsai Beat contains explicit language and may not be suitable for all listeners or fans of Neo Genesis Evigallion. The following podcast is rated M for Mature. So those of you who are easily offended can go fuck yourselves. This is the Bonsai Beat Podcast. Each week bringing you anime news, current and classic show reviews, and entertaining discussion from a fan's perspective. Here is Jello Kuhn and Zaldar. Yes, it is. But this is Zaldar. And that's the show. Yes. Bye. No. Yep. Uh, <laughs> so, yeah, we are back. This is like, what, week number three in a row? Yep. Man. Awesome. Yay. Yep. Finally, we're getting some, uh, uh, what do you call it, continuity. Yeah, probably going to disappear again, though, soon. When I'm focused more on moving, but... Moving, schmoving. Mm-hmm. I demand you podcast well moving. No, probably not. Like, hold on a second, I'm tripping down the stairs. Yes. I cannot rebuttal that remark. Mm-hmm. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> now, what were you saying? Exactly. Yeah, I just dropped my flat screen, but it's all good. <laughs> uh, so, uh, what have you been watching? Anything? Nothing. Same here. Let's move on. Let's move yeah. on. <laughs> I have literally not watched any well anime. Well done. <laughs> I just, uh, I, right now, I'm at the point where it's like, I'm back down to like, yeah, I don't feel like watching anything. Oh, I just haven't had time. I'd love to watch stuff, but I made the mistake of opening the Steam Summer Sale, and I was like, nope, must close, must close. I've been tempted. <laughs> I have been tempted to buy a couple items, but I haven't. I was like, meh. I'll survive without them, even though L.A. Lenore is like five bucks. Well, I mean, like, I thought about buying Rekketeer, but I remember the last time I played it, I got frustrated. I mean, it was a fun game, but... It was frustrating, that's for certain. Yeah, it was. I was like, fuck this. I picked up Bastion, so that was pretty fun. There you go. It's like uh, DE3, except with a better story and uh, a narrator. That while you're wandering around, will you know tell the story of what you're doing. You are chopping. Awesome. One day, Zodar was in the woods chopping wood, <laughs> and then he was attacked by a grizzly bear. Uh, I kind of like that, actually. And he had to fight yeah. the grizzly bear with his bare hands. Uh, it's it's by our cool. game. Um, pretty cool. Done yeah. well. Now, did you see they had that pack that had Racketeer and some other game? It was all by the main same character, mate, well, the same company that made the. Uh, Racketeer game. It was like 75% off. 
Yeah, I've not finished Racketeer because, like you, I got frustrated with it. <laughs> like, screw this! Yeah. So I didn't want to, didn't think anything of their, else of theirs would be interesting for me. Yeah, I, I really felt like they were just trying to pull the same crap, just a different, just a different. Well, I mean, Racketeer uh, is fun, and I love the humor, but good God, it's hard. Yeah. Uh, we need easy games. We need to go back to Hello Kitty Online. <laughs> Even that game was hard. Uh, no, I can't even believe we spent time in that. That's just sad. <laughs> hey, it was for science. It was. It was awful, though. I started watching Breaking Bad. How are you not watching this show? I don't have time, and it started. But it's about way, way long ago. I mean, it, it is on Netflix. It I is. Think, That's how we're watching it. Yeah. It is supposed to be absolutely incredible. I don't know. I couldn't get past the second episode. It's too dark for me. So oh, my wife well. went ahead and watched yeah. it and told me what happened. And it, it It is dark, yeah. You're watching the decline of an individual from a good person to you, you've seen it. real shithead. Oh, I've read about it. I haven't seen oh, it. Oh, well, then no. You can't talk anything then. Well, you don't even know why he's what doing I have what he's been, doing. What has been what I have been told is that it chronicles the on, he was a high school of the main character to becoming a very very bad man. But there's and a rhyme and reason. Dark. There's a rhyme and reason he does everything. Oh yeah, there is. Certainly. But uh I don't know. Right. It was, but... a, it was a high school chemist teacher and I thought of you. Mm-hmm. He's like Bromian makes the world go round. I'm like Zodar told me that. Mm-hmm. So what does BR stand for? Roaming. And then BA. BA is. That, no, that's not beryllium, is it? Oh, poor. And you're an, and you no. teach this stuff. Well, not anymore. Well, formerly taught this stuff. BA is barium. That's right. Well, there you go. Um, that's your lesson for yeah, the kid. That's your lesson for the day, kids. That's right. But yeah, he gets sick, gets cancer, and they yes. don't pay him any money as a teacher, and he's vastly overqualified. So he makes meth, and he makes the best meth anybody's ever had because he's a chemist. Exactly. He would. See, and, you're in no, the wrong line of business. So, so why do I not watch it? Because I could relate to it too much. You're like, I am so doing this. <laughs> I would be for what I told my students whenever they brought it up is, I would be afraid it would give me ideas. <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. And they're all like, good point. <laughs> mm, Mr. Zoder isn't so stupid after all. <laughs> uh, yeah, so, uh, it's uh, interesting. That's what I've been doing other than watching anime. I've gone back <clears throat> and I've been working uh, on the weekends quite a bit. Uh, so I've had time to like, you know, listen to my current podcasts I listen to during the week. I went back and re-listened to Anime World Order's uh, best of the 2000s. Mm-hmm. And uh, they talk very highly of Banner of the Stars. And now I own both Banner of the Stars 1 and 2. Mm-hmm. I've had them for years. And I've never watched hmm. them. Hmm. I don't so sure I've ever I'm, heard I'm of them. pondering going back. I, I think I'm going to finally get around to watching them. But I literally one current show sitting in my mail, mail uh, account and that's uh, Dead Man Wonderland. And that's just because it's been airing every week on Adult Swim. So um, I haven't yeah. watched last week's or this week's episode quite yet. i got to go find it and download it or something. Because uh, I'd like to watch it and see what happened. But yeah, it's been one of those kind of weird things where it's like, I just don't feel like watching anything right now. I mean, this whole season is shit. 
And from what I've heard, it's shit. I mean, I've heard some good things about one or two shows, but it's about, like, I heard this one about the suicidal bread, and I, I, I don't know. That's all I heard. I, I'm not even going to question anymore. Something I mean, about, last like, time we had guns as girls, so bread that wants to kill itself? Okay. Well, it's I, like the uh, fall of the world's food supply, and I um, have no idea. I don't know. I just, nothing this season piques my interest. And the summers are usually like that. Yeah. But uh, the one thing that did come out, the new trailer for the next Code Geass. Yes. She has a girl now. Mm-hmm. That's all I gotta say about that. And she looks oddly like Lelouch. Huh. Just saying. Well, what's that clan? It's that design. You know, all the characters. Hey, you never know. There were some people that acted like at the end of the first one. This has nothing. Well, this one has nothing to do with Lelouch or. Yeah, it's supposed to be set kind of before the end. Before, I think, way after. Way after? Okay. Yeah, I think like ten years after or something. I don't remember. I haven't paid too much time. I just saw the trailer and was like, "All right, more Geass." Yeah, I haven't paid too much attention to it either. The plot in Gios was never the attraction. The plot was just so over-the-top ridiculous. It was like, okay, yes. what crazy thing can we do next to make this even more ridiculous? Ah, you just hit upon the perfect segue. What are we reviewing today here, Zaldar? Oh, <laughs> probably one of the craziest anime. Let's, actually, I wanted to tell you before we should do this. This is a crazy anime from the guy who does crazy anime. Well, I mean, what what is anime. name name stuff the other this other guy did? He did Millennium Actress. Millennium Actress, which uh, for sure is not normal. I mean, and that's probably one of the most normal really good, things though. he has done. Yeah, everyone says everyone says everything he's done is really good. Satoshi Khan. It is. Um, everything he has done is very good, I but haven't... it is not normal. <laughs> Millennium Actress is probably the most normal. Um, he also did shoot. I'm looking. One that was really weird. He did Toriko? No, he didn't. It's saying he did Toriko. Probably, Probably did. I don't remember that one, but... Well, no, Toriko is, like, brand new. It's like the next... It's about a guy who goes on eating everything. <laughs> huh. Well, he's dead, so I don't... It'd be yeah, kind of hard for him to have done that one. Well, he, well. Satoshi... Uh, yeah, I found it. Paprika? Paprika, that's it. That one's... That's weird. Uh, Tokyo Godfathers. Yeah, that one's I haven't seen, but... Uh, Perfect Blue. Perfect Blue is weird. So, there you go. And The Dream Machine is also weird. Well, the Dream but Machine... We are I think be, that hasn't come out yet. We are going to be... The Dream Machine is the one they're working on still. And yeah. That was his last work before he died. We are going to be um, reviewing perhaps one of his... The oddest ones he's done. The series... And you're reviewing it, so you should talk about it. We're well. You can add in. Okay. Uh, we're going to review uh, finally Paranoia Agent. I've been talking about it. If you mm-hmm. listen in chronological order, I've mentioned it several times. But uh, finally, getting around to the review of Paranoia Agent, which um, is weird. Uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> How do you like that? To say to, to describe it in one word, weird. Probably weirder than Lane, which Lane. is saying a lot. Yeah, but this was uh, watchable compared to Lane. <laughs> okay, I liked Lane, but uh, I like stuff that's weird. So yeah, I own this one and love it. Um, 
but it's definitely weird. All right, let's get in the news. But we'll talk and about it more later. Just let everybody know, no, we do not have an hour's worth of uh, news. Yeah. Not today, thank God. Okay. 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 This week in Anime News, brought to you by Anime News Network. Oh, uh... All right. So, British Olympian, Pokemon's Charizard led me to judo. That's right. The news agency Reuters reported on Monday that British Olympian Ashley McKenzie began studying judo after losing a fight on a street near his house in London over a Charizard Pokemon card at age 11. So there you go. (laughs) Awesome. The mean streets of London fighting over Pokemon cards. And now he's going to the Olympics. (laughs) This Charizard was the best card. It was my life back then. Uh, after losing the fight, my card, life. McKinsey did some research and realized his attacker fought him with judo moves, and he went to a local club to learn move. At the club, he found his attacker and his card. McKinsey noted, we spoke, we're friends, I started judo, obviously I got my card back. <laughs> Doesn't say if he got it back by beating him up, but he's competing in the Olympics. And evidently the guy so who wait, wait, wait. the guy, him is not. The guy, the kid who beat him up are now friends and they start doing that's awesome mm, oh yeah that's pretty cool I understand um but yeah and he's won a whole you know a lot of medals he won gold at the 2010 English Senior Open the British Open and under 23 European Champions European Championships aka and, we are screwed when we fight this guy yeah well I don't know I don't know how good our judo team is I don't keep up with that Do we but that's have pretty that's pretty team? awesome I have to say that's, I mean you know it's certainly better than the um uh, person than uh pres- well that is awesome and he got a friendship out of it so there that's you go. right and he's going to the Olympics so you know so DreamWorks is acquiring a classic media studio North America company is paying $155 million for Voltron Saber Rider rice holder. Uh, they're buying Classic Media. They're taking on Classic Studios' undeclosed debt. Um, but either company may cancel the deal if it fails to close by October 20th. All they have is Voltron, though. Is it yeah, selling I mean, that Voltron well? Saber Rider and the Star Sheriffs, which I've never heard of, and other T-O-H-O live-action titles. They also have rights to the original Godzilla, though. So I don't know. Uh, DreamWorks doing, you know, Godzilla would be kind of cool. Um, so, oh, they also have VeggieTales, but, Ooh. you know, bleh. VeggieTales, <laughs> the great mm-hmm. apple. Wait, that's a fruit. Crap. Yep. <laughs> so, that's kind of entertaining. Um, then, they are making a Blue Exorcist film, which mm-hmm. is slated for December the 28th. The official website for the Blue Exorcist anime film announced on Monday that the film will open in T.O.H.O. theaters, Toho, Toho. I guess. You're exactly okay. Right. Throughout Japan on December 28th, 30,000 30, advanced tickets will go on sale August 25th with a set of three postcards. Now, you watched some of Blue Exorcist, didn't you? Or I did not. Uh, Blue Exorcist? No, I, I never checked it out. Oh, okay. Never mind, then. So yeah, if you watch Blue Exorcist and like it, they're making a movie. I did not. 
I'm not exactly sure not what to make of this next story because I have not read this manga. But Hiroshima has been asked to stop using barefoot gin manga in its schools. Yeah, uh, yeah it's 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 um it's about World War Two. Yeah, it's about the atomic bomb. But one group claims that the semi-autobiographical manga about a bomb survivors is one-sided. And I was when I started reading this. Okay, well, it's about a guy that survived it. It's probably too anti-American. No, no, it doesn't seem like that. Um, the petitioning group describes itself on its website as a new group separate from existing survivors groups that is starting a movement towards building a true peace. This group posted a May 7th statement warning of the elevated risks that Japan faces from neighboring countries and claims that the Hiroshima peace movement and peace regime that only advocate nuclear disarmament have done little to deter the illegal acts of other countries. The group also questioned Hiroshima's participation and tax expenditures in Mayors for Peace, a program that brings together civic leaders from Japan and other countries such as China. So it seems like they're saying this is making it out like it was too awful and it's going to mean that we're not going to be you know, warring enough on other countries, uh, which is rather entertaining. Yeah, but I, I mean, the, like, oh, sorry, the group is called Atomic Bomb Survivors Seeking Peace and Security, and I guess that's that last word that's really important here. But they've petitioned the Hiroshima Board of Education on Friday to stop using Kenji Nakagawa's Barefoot Gin manga in the city's peace studies program. It's evidently an account of his life after the 1945 Hiroshima bombing based on his own real-life childhood experiences. Um, They suppose said that it's poor to choose materials that are neutral politically and ideologically for the peace studies. Uh, The manga offers a one-sided portrayal. Uh, the board said it accepted the position from the group as one point of view. Oh, come uh, on. There. He was six. It's like, be like, man, some other country might be happy about this. I don't know. I I haven't read the manga, so I really can't comment. Yeah, um, I can't either. But I, from what I've heard of it, it's like, very, very dark, Of obviously, due to the nature. Yeah. But it's very it, – it's a very good manga from what I've heard. Um, definitely something I do want to check out because, I mean – uh, man, I just uh, I, you know. I, why now, though? Why? This has been going on for know. years and years. I don't know. Um, well, they're just now starting to implement it in elementary, middle, and high schools. I think it's important. Next year. I mean, so yeah, it's one sided. As long as it is, they aren't like. Uh, I mean, like I said, we haven't read the manga, so we can't really say. Maybe they do no. hate on America or other countries or something. I, I don't know. But, but it was, I mean, but it looks like that. That's. But come on, Not that's the problem. It the looks time. like the problem is that it makes it out to be too bad, which well, is it's, weird. It's a horrible event. I, you mm-hmm. know, it's almost like they want to. It say was terrible. Like, it's almost like they want to say like, "Oh, it never happened. That was such a long time ago," which is horrible. Uh, it's yeah. It's it looks I mean, like they're they're saying it's too anti-war. We don't want to teach. Which, it's amazing to me. You know, it's like us not, not talking at all that I would expect okay. them to have a problem. Like, this probably isn't fair to a fair comparison, but it's kind of like us saying. Oh, well, we're, we're not going to talk about the uh, Civil War or or all that slavery that happened. Mm-hmm. I mean, it, it happened. And uh, like I said, it's not a fair comparison to us dropping a horrific bomb on many, 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 many innocent people over the actions of the Japanese government and our government. And Well, I mean, it's war, but I mean, still, well, a, a lot of people innocently died in that event. But um, 
it's kind of weird that oh now you know 2012 we're like oh yeah let's uh let's let's stop teaching all that stuff let's find another way to do it I don't know yeah. interesting I don't know yeah let's let's, let's move on because yep. this isn't a political podcast and I don't want to no say anything to offend anybody because I mean hell I'm was born in 1984 yeah. <laughs> about 40 uh 40 uh 44 years too late. Yeah. Um, all right. You've got so, the most Tula, important news. Tula, yes, the most important news of the day. The first trailer is screened for the Pula Magi- Madoka Magica film. Nope. Wrong. And it's pretty Wrong cool, answer. actually. It's pretty I haven't cool seen trailer. it yet. Mm. I haven't seen it yet. Pretty cool trailer. Is it? Mm-hmm. I thought so. I heard it's just the retelling, though. Yeah, it is. Ugh. But then I haven't seen the original, also. Ugh. Hate. What a waste. Seriously. What well, they'll probably have a bigger budget and better animation and that kind of stuff. Yeah, animation was pretty good, but yeah. No, you you uh you got you wrong. Media Blasters has licensed Akisora. Yeah, I don't care. Okay. <laughs> I don't even know what Akisora is. So. Wow, come on. It's about a boy. He crosses the line with his sister. Oh. Which only means happened. one thing in mm. anime. Blah. We have one of those already. I forget the title. Koikaze? Huh? You thinking Koikaze? Yeah. I uh, know. This isn't, uh, well, yeah, I guess you're right. But no, this is like full on hentai. I have oh, no well. idea how and why this <sighs> got licensed. So. See, there's a reason I skipped that. That <laughs> news. Well, come on. There's <sighs> one out there. Needs to know this information. Mm-hmm. Go watch Koyakaze if you want an actual good philosophical discussion of this that's not crap. And we, I, did we but. review it? Yeah, I think we reviewed it. Yeah, we uh, must have. Yeah, we did. We, yeah. I know we did. Cool. I know I did. Yeah. Because I own Koyakaze and I was like, this show Yeah, rocks. I do too. Okay. So, uh, moving on. Cause that was so moving important. on. That was our news for today. See, it wasn't an hour. <laughs> It was like 13 minutes. <laughs> All, right. All right. It's another week and more DVDs are being released. What should you get? It's time for the weekly DVD picks. Yeah, it's time. All right. Yes, for me to go to the website. Yep. Time to go for your website. Mm-hmm. Where you do not prepare. Well, I don't... They always change where this when website is. We have to do this at different places. All right. Fandompost.com and then anime release schedules. There we go. Are they actually up to date? January 2012, February, March, April, May, June, July. Oh, crap. July 2012. 724. Yep. Oh, well, I got mine. And I probably can guess what yours is, too. Okay, then. Lay it on us. Uh, If you do not own Ayori Yoshi, you need to get it. It's very well done. It's the best of the harem somewhat, but not really. I wouldn't even call it a harem. I wouldn't either. But It's... it's it's a comedy romance, and it's very well done. That is a very, very well done show. Yes, I own the entire season. I own the entire show in yeah, singles. I, I was uh, yeah. I love. I, I watched that show before I, think I watched box Love that, So yeah, there you go. I watched a show before I even saw Love Hina. Hmm. I'd seen Love Hina first, but oh, shit, Love Hina is more definitely a harem. But 
come on. Once again, it struggles, though, with the fact that we can't love each other. I don't know. It does that whole thing of, we have feelings. Let's not act on them. Yes. That's that's anime for you a lot of times, but... Uh, I would probably say... I mean, it's a very good story, and I, I think it shows a little bit, a good bit of Japanese culture. Yeah. Uh, I'm sure it's well, not completely and utterly accurate, but... Yeah. It does try. Go Go 13, because... Well, wow, that's not what I expected. You're choosing that over clanned after story? Yeah, because I don't like sadness. Fuck you, Key. <laughs> Something. <laughs> sa- you know what? Uh, I don't want to say it, but no. It's supposed have, to be really good, even well, if it is sad. I've watched four episodes. The episode where Tomoya and the other guy beat the shit out of each other. And because he doesn't want to go to soccer or something. I don't fucking know. No, I know. Sadly, I've had this show spoiled for me numerous times. So, uh, I cried my eyes out in the first season series of Clannad. And I don't want to deal with all the emotional burden of After Story. No thank you. Alright, well I've never heard of Golo 13. He's all the re-releasing Hanabar May in September. You're going to buy it just because? <laughs> Probably not, but that'll definitely be my. You'll hear, you'll hear of that again. Oh, oh Persona Four is coming sweet. out in September as well. I know what I'm getting in, in August. Woo! Ah, uh, yeah. More of the world and God knows season two. Fuck yeah! See, that's what? my problem. I gotta go and buy this shit. They've really some good is stuff. Out in September as well. There you go. See, good buying, right stuff, baby. Mm-hmm. All right, let's continue on moving forward. Yes, we have mail. I want to do a drop for the Blues Clues. Like, we got a letter. We just got a letter. <laughs> we just got a letter. We just got a letter. We just got a letter. Wonder who it's from. Uh, so yes, we got some mail. I think sadly, this is like the first time we've ever done this. <laughs> From Marshall. He writes us at bonsaibeat at gmail.com. You too can send us letters of praise or hate or praise hate. And uh, you might get read on here. Mike. That's right. You might. So he says, hey, I want to uh, touch base. He took a lot of offense with, uh, with uh, Zaldar's review. He said, I had a problem with your Angel Beats review for a couple of reasons. It felt like much of your negativity stemmed from the preconceived expectations of the show, which really came across in this review. And it's never a good idea when trying to review something objectively. Thank you. I can't say words sometimes. That's not a problem. Don't judge something because it's considered something else. When, in fact, it may not even be trying to be that. While later themes draw parallels to Hannah Marinme, the show is a different beast and entirely. It near simultaneously blends comedy, action, and tragedy with a bittersweet ending. Of course it does. The one criticism that came up really bugged me was that it revolves around teen angst. Teen angst! Well, 
I can tell you that no one ever killed your parents or your entire family and then shot you in the face. Yes, because obviously it just is rampant in America. Getting shot, having your family murdered and then shot in the face. Well, yeah, and I think she was actually killed later, uh, at least it was my understanding, because she was not a teenager when her children were killed, and she was a teenager in the show. Now, I don't know if there was never said, and I don't think I described it as teen angst. I'll have to go back and listen to my review again, but um, but go on. Um, that's, that's about it. That's, that's really this big. Oh, yeah, he was okay. uh, also annoyed with your, your rating. A 5 out of 10. Mm-hmm. And now you kind of said, well, go ahead and check it out. Because you get you didn't like it, but yet you were like, yeah, I'll recommend it. Pick one. I mean, and I I think I I tried there to become more objective because I probably think I'd gotten the point that I had by that time I had not wasn't being. Uh, I agree that I did come in with high expectations. The show had been built up for me by the one guy who recommended it as something extraordinary, and that's always dangerous. Um, but it's like when I watched Ava. I mean, like, honestly, I don't hate Ava. I own the entire series. I own the first two uh, movies, the, you know, the Ava 1.0 and 2.0. Mm-hmm. And it's not um, it's not that I hated it. It was like the whole, pre- I, see, I get what you're saying. Everyone was like, fucking Ava, oh my god, it's a fucking classic, and oh my god. And I watched it, and it was like, okay, I can see why people like it, but... Why is it such a huge, like, you know, why is it a classic? Hmm. But well, then again, it was the first kind of do well, some of the things it did. Well, but. Yeah, no, then that's exactly it. It's one of those things where it's like, you've seen so much since then, especially like Ava, as an example. You, mm-hmm. It aired so long ago, you're watching it ten years later, and you're like, uh, I've seen all kinds of other <laughs> shows since then. Yeah. And people still have that glimpse of, holy crap, the show was amazing when I watched it for the first time and only time. Yeah. But yeah. uh but by all means are we not here to like justify our reviews or say that anyone else is wrong cuz definitely um Well no, but I mean I do stand by what I said. It does I think not spend enough time on the things it talks about. I mean he mentioned in his letter he didn't read that part, but he talked about how bad in especially in Japan it would be to be a 12-year-old that is paralyzed and all that was very true. But the show didn't spend a lot of time on that. I think it – for me, the blend of comedy and tragedy didn't really work. See, for me, it, though, I if think it, people if it, – If it had exp- – with a larger palette, it could have separated those more and not seen it, – see, it seemed schizophrenic to me. Yeah, he um, did mention in his letter that you know he was upset with the episode number. I mean, there was only 12 episodes – when in reality, it could have been a good 16 to 18 episodes to really flesh out. Yeah, it could have been 24, you know, but the to flesh things out more, I agree. Or they should have just focused on one or two characters, you know, focused on, um, I can't remember names right now, but focus on the guy that showed up, focus on Angel, focus on the guy that showed up and started changing things, and focus on the group's leader. And kind of put everything else kind of in the background a little more than they Harley did. Oh, he Jr. Then it might have worked. Um, now, that would have left out some of the most moving characters, like the girl who was paralyzed uh, 
when she was like 12. Yeah, but no, why Why would it but, left her out? You have more time to fill. You could get deeper. Right, and so I don't, you know, I don't know. But focusing on just three characters with 12 episodes would have left some of the, the more stuff out. Mm. And... Did they, did they ever talk about that surfer-looking guy who has the head and the bandana? No, they never talked oh. about what his problems were. His, he was just kind of taken care of off-screen, yeah. which was good because if they tried to do even more, it would have not worked at all. Um, but go. I always did wonder what his issue was. He they, was a surfer who was sucked out to sea and eaten yeah. by a shark. I don't, yeah, we don't, don't even know. And he speaks English. But the So, you know, I mean, certainly have your own opinions – you know, he. I don't know if he ever says if he'd seen Hannibal Remy or not in the letter. No, he doesn't. Uh, I certainly like Hannibal Remy better. <clears throat> uh, this again, is you're... good. I. It's not great. Okay, there you go, uh, Marshall. Thank you very much for writing. Uh, greatly appreciate it. Uh, mm-hmm. like, once again, and please feel free to write again. Oh, he always does. He's he's very vocal. <laughs> this is the first time though. It's uh, worth bringing up what he you know said because definitely it relates. Directly to the uh, episode, so um, cool. Yeah, uh, like again, uh, email us bonsaibeat at gmail dot com, and uh, yeah, go from there. All right. What the fuck? You can't say any dirty words, really? So you can't say fuck? No. And you can't say shit? No. The bonsai beat. What the fuck of the week? Damn, dude, that kid is fucked up. All right, man. What is it? So the bullying problem in Japan continues. Japan's nightmare schools bullies break boys back. The latest bullying scandal to disgrace Japan's school system has seen a boy narrowly escape lifelong paralysis after bullies took to forcing him to jump off buildings for their entertainment. Jumping off buildings for their entertainment. Mm-hmm. According to reports, a Satyama Middle School was a scene of an incident Saitama. where a second-year student was forced by several of its classmates to jump off a second-story roof at the school or else give them all his money. Now, okay, second-story, come on. <laughs> it's still kind of high a Man, little uh, bit. No, Besides, you know if there's high. grass underneath? It could have been cement. Yeah, no, that's high. It's probably the concrete in the school. He ended up falling. Yeah, he ended up falling three meters onto a concrete surface and fracturing his oh. spine in several places. You know, uh, maybe I'd think about this going. Hmm, <laughs> my money or my life? Uh, mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, you can have the money. He was subsequently hospitalized for two weeks and is no longer attending school as he is undergoing a rehab- rehabilitation for his injuries. Like no shit, he's not going back to that school. <laughs> Um, teachers circulated three questionnaires amongst his class and later the entire school to determine what was going on, only to discover a large number of students had been entertaining themselves by forcing the boy to jump off school buildings on a number of occasions for some time. Teachers took the unusual step of admitting everyday bullying was actually going on at their otherwise utopian educational establishment. A response which may or may not be the result of a certain ongoing national schoolboy suicide scandal that I think we've talked about before. Yes. To make amends, they phoned the parents and said they were sorry. Yeah. yeah. In America, you would get your ass sued. Prefectural yeah. police are apparently questioning some of the boy's tormentors. 
Yeah, I think they should be going to jail. The school board issued a reassuring public statement. It was quite inexcusable that there was bullying. We think it might well have been we think we might well have been able to do something sooner. You think? Good lord. I love the Japanese and how they can just be like I'll we'll just say we're sorry and uh that's the end of the matter. Yeah, no. People need to go to freaking jail here. Uh that's just I, I don't get it though. What's so fun? Ah, 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 he fractured your ankle. Ah, that was hilarious. I am entertained. Mm-hmm. Do it tomorrow too. Uh, what? What the hell? What's so? I don't see the entertainment in that. I uh, don't either. But I never liked causing pain to other people. Uh, but that's you know, it's going on. Come on, Japanese students. We're not even. Let us know what's going on. Bonsaibeat at gmail.com Yeah, why are you all doing this? Why are you doing this to people? And obviously it's not everybody, but uh, man, what in the world? Yeah. Jumping off buildings. Fucked up. Other things, China is trying to get back some islands from Japan. Ah, that's nothing new. And evidently if you, uh, the goddesses of 2chan get arrested now for posting themselves naked on the internet. What? Yep. What? Yep, they arrested a nurse for Internet. Oh, and in China, if you're a good Samaritan, no, no, the no, 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 will Fuck. let you drown. Good for them. Good through China. Go back to the other story. <laughs> I need to know more. What the hell? Do they like take pictures of women's boobs and be like, "Yeah, it's definitely uh, Sarah Connor. Her boobs." Just- a woman arrested for taking nude pictures of herself. A woman has been arrested for the outrageous crime of taking photographs of herself naked for the edification of male admirers, prompting much outrage online. National cybercrimes investigators in Kyoto were conducting a cyber patrol when they encountered a woman offering SD cards containing... Oh, she was selling them. Containing 70 photos and 20 movies of herself in various erotic situations for the sum of $6,000. Such a serious crime prompted a rapid investigation... And soon they had arrested a 21-year-old Hiroshima Prefecture nursing assistant, finding she had made some 600,000... Holy shit! ...hundred customers. Okay, I don't have six... Yen, I don't have six... Wait, is it 6,000 yen? Mm-hmm. Okay, you're saying 6,000 dollars. That's way different. Yes, it is. Sorry, 6,000 6, yen. yen. is like 60 bucks. Let me look it up. She was charged with distributing obscene materials, although it appears she did censor them, which she admitted saying, I did it by myself to earn a little extra money. There is general confusion of just why she was arrested. The letter of the law actually makes no mention of having to mosaic genitals. This rule was invented by a government agency as a way of giving retiring crops lucrative make work. Oh, okay. And in fact, attaches a year sentence to electronically distributing obscene materials for profit. Wow, so porn is actually illegal in Japan. Wait, come on. Japan is like the home of like... <laughs> I know. The, like every fucking porn is like, hey, there's some girl on the street. Hey, now we're fucking her. At some <laughs> random hotel. Come on. They're like uh, the yeah, king of this. like amateur porn. Yeah, mysteriously, this does not apply to pornography, which pays to have its mosaics checked by the aforementioned agency, magically rendering them non-obscene. So basically, she didn't pay to have them checked by the agency, so therefore they're obscene. 
So even the government has their even their government has their hands in the pornography distribution. In the porn industry. <laughs> what the fuck? Online there is the usual despair at the policing priorities of Japanese police who apparently are so intent on pursuing random exhibitionists they have no time to deal with all the brothels under the noses all are all the children being bullied to death or having their backs broken in schools. Oh, come on now. So let me guess. What's <laughs> exactly. the qualifications to be part of that team? Hmm? What's the qualifications to join that team? <laughs> of course, know. wouldn't you get, like, bored with it? Like, go home, your wife's all, like, want sexy time. Oh, I've been staring at that shit for eight hours. Leave me the fuck alone. I think I'm gay now. You know, I don't think I could really... Get tired of it, actually. Come but on. it all looks. If you look at the story, you know, Two Chan, of course, did figure out who she was, um, and she's actually hot. I think I need some uh, after podcast reading time. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, six thousand yen is seventy six dollars. That's uh, quite a bit of money. Not there too for much. <laughs> Come on, still, that's like that's a lot of money there. I have no way I'm spending seventy bucks on porn. Yeah. Well, and evidently Shoko Tan wants to get pregnant. Yeah, whatever. Okay, let's go on. <laughs> <sighs> See, that was a much better story than the broken back one. Because kids are crazy. Mm. Come on. Well, man. the other one was important. My God, that's a big cat. <laughs> okay, okay, we're moving on now. Moving on. Jesus Christ. All right, Paranoia Agent. It's a show about a show about a show. Basically, come on now. So, it's about this kid named Little Slugger who goes around uh, hitting people with his bat. He rides around on roller skates or on roller blades, and he attacks people randomly, or so we think. Yeah, I was about to say, it's about, is it does he really even exist? I mean, it starts out with the. The first lady attacked. Yeah, so this woman, um, go ahead, go ahead. I think it was like Yoko or something. Mm-hmm. Um, let me. Uh, basically, follows revolves around uh, an animator named uh, Sagi, and she creates this hit anime. It's about a dog named Moromi, and uh, basically, when we meet her. She, Maromi is coming out on TV. The world is, oh my god, it's such a great show, and oh, it's, it's, you know, it's a hot thing. But the agency she works for is like, okay, it's great. We're finally making money. Now make us something new. So she's like freaking out, because she can't figure out any new ideas. And, uh, so she's walking home one evening. And she's attacked by Little Slugger. And uh, she ends up in the hospital. And the police are dumbfounded. They have no idea what's going on. And uh, they even think she's maybe making it up. Because they, they they see through her a little bit. And they even think she's a little odd. She's not all there, per se. Mm-hmm. Um, meanwhile, there was like a whole cast of other characters um a lot that kind of revolve around this so more people get attacked by little slugger mm-hmm. um and it kind of becomes a, a oh, go 
you know, it takes a lot. The case takes a life of its own, almost, in the media, and yes. then it's very much like the media is blowing it up and making mm-hmm. things. Um, there's an episode where housewives, literally, like the large majority of this episode, is three housewives gossiping about Little Slugger, and, and it's then, not boring. No, it's not because they actually like animate it. Exactly yeah. as like they're as, as they're talking about it, yeah, it's done very well, and we still haven't talked. I mean, we haven't talked about the most entertaining thing about this show yet. Yeah. Well, hold on, we're getting there. We're getting no, there. okay, Jesus Christ. <laughs> um, and then we meet a, a young kid named uh, Ikari, or excuse me, no, Kaichi, or Ichi, which means one. So he's mm-hmm. named number one. Everyone's, oh, hey, what up, number one? He's great. He's, what is he, was he in elementary school or was he in middle school? I can't remember. School. It's been years since yeah. I've seen this. Nonetheless, he looks very much like Little Slugger. So everybody thinks that it's him. People mm-hmm. stop talking to him. And he even hates this kid that just transferred in. He's from the farm and knows nothing. and He thinks that this new transfer student has it in for him. And he's there just to sabotage his entire existence in school. And, uh... Um, yeah. And then he has a tutor who is living a double life. Holy fuck. (laughs) This show is amazing. Mm. So, um... He has a tutor who is like, I'd say 25, 26. She's young. Um, she works for this tutoring, and she works at a school, but on the side does tutors. Mm-hmm. Well, she's a fucking prostitute. <laughs> and she's like, has schizophrenia or something, because she will like, turn in to this other woman, like, fully. And then she'll wake up the next morning... And be like, okay, I'm going back to my normal life. And the crazy thing is, she'll have voicemails of like, you know you want to be me. Like taunting her and shit. Uh-huh. Holy fuck, what a mind fuck this was. Mm-hmm. And, man, I hope I'm not spoiling this too much. I really hope I'm not. This show is just crazy. So, so I mean, but basically, all these the people hard part have is, these problems. Yes, yes, exactly. Thank you. And... All these they problems. get hit by Little Slugger, and somehow their problems disappear. Yes. It's almost like it's a good thing. <laughs> and it's all the time, it's, you know, there's this whole media frenzy around it, and you're, it's, you're, you're left wondering, even at the end, really, is this real? Is this something that it took off in the media and then became real because it took off in the media. Yeah. Um, like, every episode does a really good job of introducing new characters, uh-huh. but they still keep all the threads moving to a degree. I wish they would have delved more into some or others. Like, they had the police officer who was... I guess you'd say a pedophile. Yeah. Holy you would. fuck. That episode... Holy yeah, that was fuck. So, I know this probably isn't the better my one of my better reviews. This show is just very, very difficult because the way it comes off in the synopsis makes it sound awesome, like a like a like a mystery. 
I mean, it is. Uh, well, I guess, but it always, but it seems like by by about halfway in, Little Slugger's more of a plot device than anything, because they they catch mm. a copycat, mm-hmm. yet he's just as fucked up, and Satoshi Khan even gives like an entire episode dedicated to like gaming culture. It's yes, actually, that's probably one of the worst. I did not like that episode. Uh, I didn't care for it. Um, But, like, so everyone who is being attacked by Little Slugger always has some kind of connection. The uh, uh, Ichi was attacked, um, and the kid was tormenting him, or so he thought, was attacked. And uh, the tutor was attacked, and that that attached back to Ichi. And Ichi was the one who thought, everyone thought Little Slugger was... And then the next person gets attacked. They happen to be part of the case, so they know who the they know who the animator girl was. Mm-hmm. And it's just amazing. And this this show, after a while, Little Slugger isn't a the point of the show. Now it's just kind of like you're meeting everybody with these fucked up problems, and how. After quote unquote meeting a little slugger, they're better, but they're not. And it basically turns out like everything was put in motion years prior by one of the main characters that just manifests itself. And I don't know. After a while, the whole explanation of the ending was just kind of crazy. We're to the point where I had to go on Reddit and ask, what the hell did I just watch? And basically the way it was told to me was, everyone had a problem, and it's a way of dealing with stress or factors in your life. Is what this show really talks about. But at the same time, it talks about the the power of the media and the power of, you know, maybe this is not real, but if everybody believes it is, then doesn't that kind of somehow make it real? And is this, you know, did the media make this real by the way they covered it in the show? And I mean, it talks, it's, I think it came out before, you know, memes on the internet really took off, but it almost, predicts that the you know, little uh, slugger became a meme and so therefore even if it's really not real maybe since it became a meme that made it real you know it does it deals into that a little bit but what i was referring to before what describe what they have in the opening of the show what are you seeing when you when you open it because this is one of the most memorable things to me and you're it's playing over the music and they're doing oh, the credits it's fucked up <laughs> this okay <laughs> yes thank you it. This show has the most fucked up intro ever. <laughs> they show all the characters you're going to meet, uh, but they have no... When you're watching the first intro, I mean, the song, the opening song is catchy as hell. Yeah, uh, it is. But the intro is just like a bunch of random shit. And, like, the old guy looks like a butler, and he's on the fucking moon. Mm-hmm. But this, uh, but in the show, the guy is, like, fucking insane, but yet can like. Uh, yeah, I don't want to give a lot. This is a, fuck. You know, this well, is a, I mean, it shows a lot of the characters, and they're all laughing. They're yes. all laughing in different places. Some some in Japan, some not. But moon. behind them, there's an atomic bomb going off. 
And they're just standing there in front of it laughing. So we actually need to start a new meme um, based on the beginning of this show. Rather, yeah, than, ha- rather than fiddling while Rome is burned, you're laughing while Japan is nuked. No. And then the, end, the and then the ending. You know, you would think, holy shit, this opening is fucked up. The yeah. ending? No. It's your generic walk sequence. Yep. Every fucking intro, outro ever made. <laughs> you know, uh... Well, I mean, everything else was so fucked up, they probably had to put something in that was somewhat normal. They were just like, you know what, we've pushed the button too far. <laughs> yeah. We need to have something normal now. Yeah. Uh, I, I cannot recommend this show highly enough. Honestly. I mean, yes, it's challenging. Don't put this in and think, oh, I'm just going to put this in and not pay close attention to it. You need to pay close attention to it. You're going to have to think about it while you're watching it. But that's part of the fun. I mean, you know, this isn't Bleach where the times I have watched Bleach, I've been doing something else. Um, No, this show is uh, really well done. The characters, I mean, just thinking about it back now. There's a couple episodes that events happen, and I'm just like, oh, holy fuck. There's a scene that I have never yelled at my TV. I was, and when it happened, I was just like, holy fuck! You gotta be shitting me! They did this in anime? Uh, After the show, you're gonna tell me which one that is. I think you can guess. And involve the camera. Yeah, I don't remember, but after the, after the show. Okay. Um... um but definitely, my main most memorable episode was episode eight, when these three, uh, well, this older gentleman, uh, middle-aged gentleman, and a young girl, maybe nine, mm-hmm. all join a suicide pact online. Oh yes, and they want to find little Slugger. Mm-hmm. Because they want him to kill. Because them. they want them to kill him. But it is a slapstick laugh, for a second riot as they. Happily try to find little slugger, and they—they, they, I mean—and you're sitting here thinking the entire time while you're laughing at this. I shouldn't be laughing. I know it's this like is hilarious. It's like you know they're—they're they're trying, f- funnily unsuccessfully. There's a better word for it than that yeah. to kill themselves, and it's hilarious. Yes. I mean, it's like um, it's like they're bumbling trying to kill themselves. Yes. So it's like it's like the Pink Panther, except rather than being mm. a bumbling detective. If he was trying to kill himself, but he was just as stupid yes. as he is in the Pink Panther. No, I mean, I and it's, you're like, I shouldn't be laughing at this, but it's funny. I gotta say, by the ending, though, by the last, you know, it really felt like, though, to me, like, um, getting back to the show, mm-hmm. it's like when that episode aired, it was like by the time, like, so it's kind of was like, okay, I've been enough serious now. Uh, <laughs> these last few episodes are just gonna be random shit. Like, literally. The episodes divulge by going from one to another, and then all of a sudden, like, hit a brick wall of, like, random, just random shit. Like I said, like, there's the episode mm-hmm. where the women are just talking. That's, like, episode 10. And mm-hmm. it's like, what, what is going on here? Where's the plot? It's like the entire story just Well, that, that's, that's when they start talking, showing that the, it's taking a life of its own. That's, that's the whole point of that episode. That's, you know... All these other things that may or may not be happening, but people think they are, so maybe that means they are. Yeah. You know, that's that was to show them. That episode was to show kind of the media frenzy a little bit. Mm-hmm. Okay, I it went over my head then. Of course, I basically 
Um, that was so, one of my favorite episodes, actually. Um, yeah, well, I'm done kind of redoing the review of the story, because, I mean, seriously, that was, like, probably the worst review I've ever done. <laughs> this show is just so difficult to talk about without... Without spoiling it. Spoiling the shit yeah. out of it. Yeah. Um, because it relies so much on characters and the events that are taking place. Because, I mean, the ending is... Weird. It is weird, yeah. I was going to say <laughs> shocking, because everything kind of comes out. Mm-hmm. And then you're just, like, left, like, huh? What? But uh, we'll move on from the story, because, I mean, I'll say this. The story is very good, mm-hmm. and uh, Satoshi Khan did a wonderful job of building characters you're going to care about, even if they're only in an episode or two. Mm-hmm. Um, the story is very fast-paced moving. The show is only 12 episodes long, so mm-hmm. uh, they don't have filler or anything of that nature. Yeah, so, no. Um, the animation is very good. I mean, it's 2004, so it's you know it's not quite to the levels of today, but uh, it still looked very good. Um, the music, the intro, like I said, was very good. The outro is fucking just weird. It's like just noises <laughs> and people talking. With uh, it's 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 odd, very very <laughs> odd. Oh, ending theme. Um. I mean, I watched the English dub, which was very well done. Um, you know, I've never really heard a bad dub, per se, outside of, uh... Ah, fuck, what was that show? Uh, Battle... Dunbine. Um, Dunbine Battler, or whatever. Or, uh, not that one, Garzy's Wing, is what I'm thinking. Hmm. Other than Garzy's Wing, I've not heard a really bad dub. So, this was pretty good, though. The dub was, uh, really well done. Um, it works for what they're doing, and, uh, they've got some truly weird-ass characters, like the frickin', the journalist, who isn't a journalist anymore, he just kind of fields stories and gets paid for, you know, he's kind of like your freelance journalist, mm-hmm. he is one creepy motherfucker. Yep. Him and his big-ass I mean, and even the cops that are doing, the main cops that are doing oh. the investigating are not normal. Um. Yeah. But... Um, I mean, overall, uh, I would give this an eight. Yeah. Um, I think I would have gone as high as nine. Uh, I, I like, mean, it's not not had a May, which is my ten. It's not, uh, but I like it better than Lane, just because it is so freaking even weirder. You know, and I was really surprised uh, I really liked this, just because. I mean, I've tried watching stuff like Lane, and yeah, it I do it for you. just didn't like it. Yeah, and. Um, you know, Paranoia Agent starts off very well. It keeps going really well. I mean, I didn't really care. for. I mean, it was funny for, like, that whole episode where they're trying to off each other. But, I mean, it just seemed kind of, like, random. Less like, oh, by the way, here's three new characters who have nothing to do with the story. You've never met them. And in the end, they have nothing to do with, with the uh, outcome of the overall story. But let's just add this for shits and giggles. Um... I mean, maybe there was something trying to be said there. I'm pretty sure every episode you could pull off, like, why, you know, what kind of symbolism or what oh, kind yeah. of message is Satoshi Khan trying to convey in every single episode. I, mm-hmm. when I watch anime, they don't, I don't sit there and be like, and think about, like, oh, he was wanting to get XYZ across. I just mm-hmm. kind of enjoy the content as it comes off the screen, mm-hmm. you know. I mean, it's I I would give it a nine. Certainly, if you like more thoughtful shows, this this is one you need to check out. Yeah, definitely. 
Uh, like I said, I gave it an, uh, an eight. An eight. Mm-hmm. And uh, uh, definitely worth checking out. Um, definitely, I mean, I don't know if this is good because this is my first Satoshi Kon show. Um, I know when he did pass away a few years back, the internet community just went ballistic. And now I can kind of see why. I mean, you don't see shows like this anymore. No, you don't. You really don't. No. Um, I mean, this was only eight years ago. Mm-hmm. So, you should. Millennium Actress is the one that's most normal, but even it's not really. Um, but that and Paprika, those are the two you should look next. Okay. Paprika is truly weird too. I want to check out Millennium Actress. Everyone has high praise for that. Mm-hmm. But now I can see why this show has such high praise. I mean, it's such a unique show, and there's just so much going on mm-hmm. that. Uh, you know, you really need to watch what you're watching. You'll find out what you're watching because definitely it's very interesting. Yep. So, um, that's that about it. And like, by all means, give us an email. I mean, I like I said, this show is just very, very tough to even review <laughs> just because there's just so much that needs to be said that I can't say, and I really don't know how to really say it. Uh, yeah. Shocking. There's some very shocking moments of this show. I'm. Re- Oh, excuse me. I'm very surprised at some of the ways they went. And I wish there would have been more episodes to delve into it. Or an episode that kind of had, like, the outcome of everything. Um, <laughs> that's the one thing I kind of wish they did was, where did everyone end up? Um, you know. So, Alright, well, I think that about wraps it up here. Uh, thank you so much for listening, everybody. Yes. Um, We'll be back uh, with another episode review. Um, I'm thinking Future Diary, but I'm not sure yet. Yeah, not we may end sure. up doing, if if I'm available next weekend, we may do end up our last Exile roundtable discussion. I oh, you found know. people? Hmm? You found people? Uh, Zach's interested. I haven't found anybody else, but it means Zach can talk about it. There you go. Um, that, we had Otakon happening this weekend. So, ah. uh, more announcements. More yes. announcements. More stuff coming. Yes. So hopefully some goodies. Is there mm-hmm, anything mm-hmm. that you want to see get licensed? I know you don't watch a lot of new anime, so that's kind of a tough question Oh, for you. there's there's the the one show whose name I can never remember. It's older now. Uh, the people have pets, and the pets are disappearing, and it's a shadow world kind of thing. That's the one I've I've seen. I saw a little bit of that one when I went to Minnesota and really liked it. Uh, no idea. But it's, <laughs> yeah, I can I forget what it's called. Um People that are in the know will, Marshall will probably know what it is. <laughs> there you go. But um, but I, this was four or five years ago that I saw this, and then when it was coming out. See, I can uh, happily say everything I want to be licensed has already been licensed. You but know, yeah, I don't. Keep kids up on a slope out, got licensed. Not uh, licensed though. You know, uh, kids on a slope got licensed. Um, what was the other show? Uh, Bunny Drop. Mm-hmm. Usagi Drop got licensed, mm-hmm. you know, back before it even started airing. So, um, I'm really not looking forward to anything right now. It seems like all the really quote unquote good shows are getting licensed. So, yep. and we're left with anthropomorphic guns as hey, females. That, that show got licensed. Mm-hmm. Yes, it did. 